2: This is the Tom Hartman Program. And greetings, my friends, patriots, lovers of democracy, truth and justice, believers in peace, freedom, and the American way. I wanted to uh, just do a kind of a sense of the public poll today. I'm wondering who you are considering for president on the Democratic side, of course. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm guessing very few of you are considering Donald Trump or Mr. Well, William Weld, the Libertarian, former governor of Massachusetts who wants to end Social Security and Medicare. Although I guess that makes him an appropriate Republican candidate. But the reason I ask, and we'll be taking your calls on this, and the one thing I ask is that you not call to tell me who you don't want. I want to avoid the whole circular firing squad thing. When I was a little kid growing up, my dad always used to say to me, if you can't say something nice about somebody, don't say anything at all. I would start criticizing or complaining about people, and he would always just cut me off in mid-sentence and say, Tommy, if you can't say something nice about people, don't say anything at all. And um, so I'm going to apply that rule today. Uh, You know, I get it. There are some people who don't like... Bernie Sanders or don't like Joe Biden or don't like, you know, fill in the blank and and for whatever reason. But I, you know, I just, that's not what, what I think is going to make a useful conversation. So uh, the reason why I ask who you're considering is because there's a new poll out. This is from Data for Progress. It was reported by uh, the Daily Kos staff uh, yesterday. And uh, it's, They're not just asking who will you vote for or who are you most in favor of, but rather who would you consider? And I find this really interesting because there's both the negative and the positive side to it. For example, 49% of Americans say they would consider voting for Joe Biden. 20% say no way, would never consider it. With Elizabeth Warren, it's 40% who say they would consider voting for her. And only 13% who say, no way, would never vote for her. With Bernie Sanders, it's 36% who would consider voting for him. And 28% who say, no way, not a chance. Bernie has the highest, wouldn't consider him, I guess would be the way of saying it. But he also has the third highest, yeah, I'd think about it. Pete Buttigieg is 30% would consider, 13% no. Kamala Harris is about the same, 30% would consider, 14% no. Beto is 29% would consider, 18% no. He's got very, very high negatives here. Cory Booker, 20% would consider, 15% no. And then we get down into the below 20% group. There's only four in that group. That's Amy Klobuchar, 13% would consider, 16% no. Stacey Abrams, 12% would consider, 12% no. Kirsten Gillibrand, I think she's toast here, and I think it's because people are still upset about Al Franken. 12% would consider, 20% say no way, would never even consider it. And Julian Castro is 12% would consider, 12% would not consider. And then from there, it just goes down. I mean, you know, Andrew Yang is a 7% would consider, the 5% crowd is Tim Ryan, John Hickenlooper, Tulsi Gabbard, Tammy Baldwin. The 4% group is Eric Swalwell and Jay Inslee. The 3% group, Bill de Blasio, who has yet to declare, and John Delaney. The 2% group, Seth Moulton and Michael Bennett. The 1% group, Marianne Williamson, Wayne Messam, Steve Bullock, and Mike Gravel. That's the most recent survey. If you just do the traditional horse race math on it, it comes out Biden, 33%, Sanders, 17%, Warren, 16%, Buttigieg, 9%, Harris, 7%, O'Rourke, 4%. And I'm guessing that you're going to see those numbers change quite a bit after the first debate. Because right up until the first debate, pretty much what everybody is asserting their preferences on is name recognition. You know, is, is you know, what they remember from previous races and and whose name they recognize. And Bernie Sanders and Joe Biden have the highest name recognition in the group because they both ran for president recently. Well, Joe Biden ran for vice president twice and won both times along with Barack Obama. And Bernie Sanders ran for president in 2016 in the primary against uh, Hillary Clinton. And so, you know, there's high levels of name recognition there. But it's gonna be interesting to see who comes up after that. Victoria, listening, on KPFK in Upland, California. Victoria, your thoughts
0: wholeheartedly, I would do Bernie Sanders, second place would be Elizabeth Warren, and then third, if I had to, would be Andrew Yang, and only because I feel like we need somebody with very progressive, aggressively progressive ideas to kind of move the middle, at least close to the middle, because we what we're calling middle now is really not middle, and I'm afraid of where the country's going, and I think we need some people with very strong opinions, that would kind of help us move the country back to where we used to think of as america i'm an immigrant as a child and this is not the country my parents brought me to and i don't want to raise my kids in this country i have kids and that's my vote
2: i get it thank you victoria and thank you for your brevity david in woodland hills california david uh you're also listening kpfk what do do you say
3: electorally Bernie Sanders and Kamala Harris gives the Democrats the east coast and the west coast, but for me it is a slam dunk. No matter who the candidate is, there must be a progressive female on the ticket.
2: And in your mind who are the progressive females?
3: Elizabeth Warren, Kamala Harris.
2: Okay. Okay, great. Thank you, David. Uh Mike in Palatine, Illinois. Hey Mike, your thoughts?
3: Well, my
4: first and second are going to be Bernie and Elizabeth, but here's the thing is, any of these candidates need to start talking about what they plan on doing to overturn Trump's executive orders and nominations. I mm-hmm. think that's going to move the popularity needle huge.
2: Yeah, that 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 could be very interesting. Mike, thank you very much for that. Bruce in El Monte, California. Bruce, your thoughts?
5: I would like to hear about Amy Klobuchar and in there. I think that would be kind of cool, or it would be Bernie and Klobuchar. Okay. Thanks, Tom. Okay. Yeah, hey, hey, Tom, my dad used to tell me the same thing, you know about.
2: If you can't say something nice my, about somebody, don't say anything at
5: all. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. He, he would tell me that all the time. I got four brothers, and he would say that to all
4: of
2: us. I wonder if that and was like my, I wonder if that was like a big Norman Vincent Peale thing or something back in the forties. You know that.
3: I don't know. I don't know, but I never crossed eyes on my grandma or my mom or
5: my dad. But my grandma would say, if you go pick a switch, if it's bigger than her thumb, she would go
2: pick it herself, you know? Uh oh. <laughs> okay. Got it, Bruce. All Thanks, right, Tom. you Thanks, have a big lot. day, man. Yeah, Thanks, you brother. too. Sherry in Shelton, Washington. Sherry, your thoughts?
6: Good morning. I actually will keep it really brief. I torn between bernie and elizabeth all the time it's like back and forth back and forth mm-hmm. at the moment right now i'd like elizabeth and bernie as vp mm-hmm. um... and we need them we need them on that wall <laughs> yeah so badly so that's it okay thanks,
2: seems to be a consensus emerging here maverick in Edmonds, washington Hey, maverick thanks for listening to kbcs
7: uh, thanks for doing what you do tom love you listen uh, i think that the uh, uh, if you can't say something nice, say nothing comes from a Mary Poppins song. Really? I remember from, wow. yeah, If you can't say something nice, shh, say nothing, take a bit of good advice. That's the fact to swallow, you know, blah, blah, oh, blah, wow. I don't sing it. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> that's my earliest recollection. Huh. Uh, anyway, uh, towards your point in this poll, I, uh, I'm i a Bernie guy. Bernie, Bernie, Bernie. Uh, okay. I give uh, $17.76 a month to his campaign, even though he asks me for money about 10 times a day. And then I really love the uh, one of your other listeners' idea about having a progressive female
2: on the ticket. I think that's important. On to the next caller. Have a great day. Okay. Thanks, Maverick. Laura in Chicago, your thoughts?
6: I'm Bernie and Tulsi or Elizabeth Warren as the vice president. Period. We need progressive choices
2: to move this country forward. All right. Great. Thank you, Laura. Christy in Elk Grove Village, Illinois. Hey, Christy, your thoughts?
8: i'm elizabeth warren first kamala second bernie third and no matter who the candidate is if they're democratic i'm voting for them
2: yeah there you go elizabeth warren kamala harris would make a fascinating ticket wouldn't it
8: yeah elizabeth she really has the policy chops nobody else is out there with as much policy she's you know i have heard other legislators come to her when they need to be informed on different arenas in the financial area. So, you know, that's pretty impressive. Why not go right to the source?
2: Yeah, she's one of the smartest people in D.C. Thank yeah. you, Christy. Will in Salem, Oregon, your thoughts?
7: Hey, Tom, uh, I want Bernie or, or Elizabeth Warren, and, and perhaps to, uh, Tulsi as the VP, and, and it's real simple, because we need Franklin Roosevelt desperately now. and need folks, that's it. So,
2: yeah. Uh, Uh, A return to the Democratic Party of Franklin Roosevelt doesn't sound like such a bad idea. It's fascinating. I'm not hearing any of these secondary or tertiary names, and I haven't heard Joe Biden's name yet. Elizabeth Warren, Bernie Sanders, Pete Buttigieg, Kamala Harris, and Amy Klobuchar. That's been pretty much it. And Dave in St. Paul, Nebraska. Hey, Dave, your thoughts?
3: Yeah, hi, Tom. Okay. It's got to be Bernie or Elizabeth at the top, either or. The main thing, it's got
4: to be issues and not personalities or Mm -hmm. looks. Mm -hmm. Uh, Seems like the media wants to make it into uh, a whole different game than what it is. This is serious stuff.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Dave. Jennifer in Weehawken, New Jersey. Hey, Jennifer. Jennifer.
9: Hey, Tom, I'm very excited to speak to you. I've never spoke, done this radio thing before. Well, thank you. The <laughs> Warren <laughs> is my top pick. Um, I was so happy when she got in, mm-hmm. and she is what we need for the country. And I think Kamala, uh, for vice president, I think we need uh, someone of color on the ticket. And Kamala's very qualified. And I am a white woman, but white women tend to eat their own. <laughs> black mm-hmm. women are, are, very, are very strong and passionate uh, for other, other black women, and so I think they would really get out the vote. They did, a, they did that in Alabama. Mm-hmm for Doug Jones, and I think they'll do this for uh, whoever is in, on the ticket in, uh, in the U.S.
2: Yeah, Top I, ticket. I think you're right. Jennifer, thank you. Uh, Anita in San Antonio. Hey, Anita, what's up?
0: Hi, Tom. Yeah, I'm going to go with Elizabeth Warren for sure. Mm-hmm. She just has guts. And yeah. she came out and she said the thing, I read the Mueller report and he needs to be impeached. I mean, she didn't play around with that. She's fearless, and she has policy. And when she went and talked to those people, and where was she at? Alabama or something, or mm-hmm. where was she at?
2: She was and, somewhere in the South.
0: You know, people, yeah, people, once they hear her, yep. I mean, she is she is so smart. Amazing. She's charismatic to me. I just think the media doesn't pay enough attention to her. I think she, you know, Bernie Sanders says a lot of things. He has a lot of the ideas. But he doesn't have the policy like she does. She really knows what she's talking about. And as far as people, like, I keep hearing Tulsi Gabbard, but Tulsi Gabbard says 0%. Mm-hmm. I, I don't understand on this show why there's hear so much Tulsi Gabbard.
2: The appeal of Tulsi Gabbard is that she is a veteran. She served in, in I, don't, I don't recall if it was Iraq or Afghanistan, but she served in one of those wars. And she is an outspoken opponent of wars. She's of a, one of well, the most aggressively pro-peace candidates.
0: She's also pro Assad and she's the one who came right. out and said, Oh, we just need to drop all this stuff well, That's the now.
2: downside is she went over and met with Assad and you know, again in her in her role of I'm gonna try and eliminate or stop wars, but you know, a lot of people are going really with Assad. So there's that and also i mean you know she's she's uh, religiously she's hindu which is going to be a substantial challenge at, at, at the top of the ticket i don't know about vice president but
0: that's interesting well i don't think she's going to be even you know i don't know if she's going to make the debate she may make the debate but there's yeah. also i like kamala harris i think she's great mm-hmm. i think she's tough and i think she would be hard for trump to run against yeah she is you know just that look she's like i know you you know you're full of it So, you know, but Elizabeth Warren and Kamala Harris would probably have to be my top choices. I like Beto, and I like Julian Castro, too, but, you know, I'd like to be woman.
2: Okay, there you go. Anita, thank you for the call, and we'll continue our, you know, back-of-the-envelope survey here, our thumbnail survey. You're listening to Tom Hartman. hey louise and i have been using cbd for a couple of years now for basically pain relief and sleep but we had been using cbd that also had some pot in it i suppose because of you know it's legal here in oregon Um, but now there's a cbd oil that's legal all over the united states it's the best quality you can get and it's derived from hemp which is you know related to marijuana but it's not marijuana and so it's it's legal and it doesn't get you high, and but it does you know have these extraordinary properties of uh, pain relieving and anti-inflammatory properties. It's from New Leaf Naturals. dot com is the website. Um, CBD oil, non-intoxicating, so it's ideal if you're looking for the health benefits of cannabinoids without you know getting high. This does not get you high. It's non-toxic and has potent pain relieving and anti-inflammatory uh, properties. And the, this is the brand that, that Louise and I trust and use. New Leaf N U Leaf Naturals. New Leaf Naturals, the highest quality concentrated CBD oil on the market. 100% organic, highly concentrated, contains no additional additives. Grown in the United States, and as I said, the only ingredient is hemp. So it's totally pure and simple, and legal. So go to NewLeafNaturals.com, nu to save 30% off and get free shipping in the U.S. when you use the code TOM, spelled T-H-O-M. Go to nuleafnaturals.com for premium cannabinoid wellness. There's only one place, NewLeafNaturals.com. Use the promo code TOM, T-H-O-M, to get 30% off. And if you're the first person to tweet me the NewLeafNaturals.com website, I'll send you a free bottle of Naturals CBD oil. Gordon in Whitewater, Wisconsin. Gordon, your thoughts?
4: Yeah, I was um, initially. I'm a kind of an odd one to figure out because I was initially very. I'm 55, and I said to myself, I'm not voting for anyone over 55. I'm really believing in a no more youthful, vibrant, energetic, progressive direction. You know, I really I'm I'm tired of the vanguard that I've supported over the years, starting with Diane Feinstein. I think she should have passed the torch when she could have, but. Regardless, now I'm uh and by the way I will vote for anybody, number twenty four or twenty five, whoever it is, but I've kind of done a full circle and if I gotta go with the one who I think right now can win and right now everyone's saying it's Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. I wish he had run four years ago, but I know Bo, his son uh took him away from it and whatever, all this stuff that you can split hairs all you yeah. want, but uh well also Hillary right now, was
2: being positioned the as the heir apparent long before they knew that Bo was sick which I, well, I thought was kind of an interesting dynamic inside the Obama White House. Exactly. I don't understand. That whole thing soured me to just like it's my turn. That's not the right way to run a campaign, yeah. but that's old news, right? But, but um, you're up for but Joe, like a, so who else would you consider I, in addition to Joe? My thing is, I got,
4: well, I like Mayor Pete. I think mm-hmm. he's young, and he, he fits my original category. He's young, he's progressive, he's vibrant. I'm not too bothered by some of the things they're digging up from the past. You know, he's saying the right things. I believe he's right about look, we gotta be more mainstream in some of the our dialogue, you know, Mm -hmm. the whole thing he said the other day about identity politics. Identity politics can exist and we can support LGBT without being over the top with all that. I just think you gotta be progressive, you gotta be mainstream and we gotta number one, we just gotta get rid of the current occupant. He just got he has
2: to go And if that means voting for uh, old Joe, then so be it. Thank you. Ingrid in Meyerstown, Pennsylvania. Ingrid.
10: My top choices are, are Elizabeth, Bernie, and Jay Inslee.
2: Okay. Great. Great. Thank you very much.
10: Uh, Jay Inslee really got the policies, and so does Elizabeth.
2: Yeah, I agree. And and Jay uh, Jay Inslee is bringing a strong focus to climate change, and he's uh, yep. just a few thousand five dollar donations short of being on the debate stage. So, uh, FYI. Yep. Uh, Ingrid, thank you for the call, Joe in Cupertino, California. Hey, Joe, who who are you uh, supporting? I'm supporting for president first, not vice president.
4: So I want to vote for Bernie for president, but I would vote for Elizabeth. I think she's really great. I hope there's a compact between the both of them, that they got something worked out. But I was very impressed with over the weekend. I got a chance to see uh, Abramson speak in foreign policy. So Stacey Abramson. Force, yes, Stacey Stace. was very knowledgeable. And I'm surprised, but she's got a presence about her that's different. And so I'm she does. throwing it out there. Uh, yeah. I think that and that she's that a very she competent
2: politician. It. It's how she became the leader of the, uh, was it the house of the Senate in Georgia I mean she's she was she held a major power position in Georgia for a long she time she
4: ran and she ran a think tank crowd mm. in this conversation on c-span like she knew everything I yeah. see there was just off the top of her head I was amazing
2: yeah. no she's brilliant she's she but she hasn't yet declared that she's running for president although she has said she's not going to run for the Senate and there's that's a whole right. bunch of Democrats now who are saying that they're not going to run for the Senate I'm convinced that beca- that's because they know that the koch brothers are just gonna pour Hundreds of millions of dollars of the Cokes and their network well, and into that Senate before, race. But and, and. I said before though, I mean, he's going to bring it to the side of the ticket that no one else can bring. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see where it, where it goes. Joe, thanks a lot for the call. Interesting piece over on Common Dreams today. Three dark and disturbing reasons why Trump could win again. He brags about the low unemployment rate, although the employment statistics now include anybody who has worked at least one hour in a week is considered employed. So our low unemployment rate is BS, right? (laughs) Almost a third of America's workforce earns less than $12 an hour, and virtually all of that third has no health insurance. The bottom 60% of wage earners are leading in one category. They are dying at increasing rates from drugs and suicides. So anyhow, number one, Trump is going to run on the economy. And the fact that the stock market is high, you keep in mind only 7% of the bottom 90% of Americans own any stocks at all. The majority of stocks are owned by the top 1%. Number two, the fear of the socialists. The socialists are coming. And one of the reasons that this might be actually an effective hit is because inequality causes a decrease in social trust. People have less trust of others. And so when somebody comes along and says, hey, I'm in favor of so-and-so, and it's something they're not familiar with, like democratic socialism, they're immediately going to say, I can't trust that person. That's the default nowadays because of massive income inequality. And then nationalism, this whole idea of keeping people off our shores who don't, quote, look like us or believe like us or talk like us. And this is going to be the core of Trump's campaign. Who do you think can beat him, particularly given that information? Steve in Oakbrook, Illinois. Hey, Steve, your thoughts?
3: Yeah, uh, I'm a real progressive, so ideally I'd like Chris Hedges to run for president, but that's not going to happen. Right. So... uh, so, my first two choices are Bernie and Tulsi. Bernie would be the ideal candidate if he had more of Tulsi's foreign policy. Mm-hmm. But either one of those are the least corporate and the most progressive.
2: Okay. Somebody on, on Twitter, by the way, said Tulsi is not pro Assad. I did not say she was pro-Assad. I said she went over and visited him in an attempt to stop the war. She's anti-war. And I get that. I think that's, that's you know a yeah, good thing about and, her.
3: And the people that we call bad in countries still make the country a lot of times more stable than if we overthrew them and put someone in and made it more unstable.
2: Yeah, trying to run the world is a fool's errand. Steve, thanks for the call. Dean in Grand Rapids. Hey, Dean, what do you think?
7: Well, my favorite three are Elizabeth Warren, Kamala Harris, and Bernie Sanders. Mm-hmm. I am kind of hoping that we'd have a woman president for 2020, but I strongly, and I definitely mean strongly, will support whoever the Democratic nominee is. We've got to
2: get rid of Trump. Yeah, I think there's an absolute consensus yeah, on go. that, Dean. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, Dean, thanks a lot. That's the good, good choices. Les in Glendale, California. Hey, Les, what's up?
7: First of all, I have to correct the quote. If you can't say something nice, don't say nothing at all. Mm-hmm. That was popularized in Bambi. Thumper said that. Seriously. An earlier caller, who? Yeah. In the
2: in the nineteen fifties version of Bambi, or uh, no,
7: no it, 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 that came out in nineteen forty two.
2: Wow. Oh. Okay. So that was that was it a decade is. before I was born. So that's probably where my dad got it from. Exactly, huh.
7: and of course, the film was reissued about every seven or eight years. So, and it was and it's, it's Thumper's best scene in the movie, so it became a uh, big line. Yeah, because
2: I the remember going college. to see Bambi when I was a little kid in the fifties. So that must have been the reissue of it.
7: Yeah, that would have been the, the one. It, but it, that was it, that was, was my dad's reissue.
2: mantra. I mean, he literally lived by that. I have never, I have no recollection of my father ever trashing another person outside of the political realm, and even in politics, he he almost never trashed a person. Um, as a person, he just trashed their policies. He was he was uh, uh, so committed to that. Anyhow, uh, back well, well, so who are you supporting, Liz? It
7: is it is a great thing to live by. Yeah. Um And there's nothing like that in Murray Poppins* at all, from what the earlier caller said. I think it anyway, might be in that
2: song. Um, you know, a, a teaspoon of no. honey helps the medicine go down. No, but- a what? spoonful of sugar. Spoonful mm-hmm. of sugar. sugar. Yeah, there
7: Spoonful you go. of sugar. Yeah. No, it's yeah. not in there at all. Okay. I'm all a, right. I'm a Mary Poppins
2: expert. So all right. Okay, Leslie. So, up. who are your candidates? <laughs> So
7: I, I was a little on the fence about Bernie uh, because of the age, I hate to say it, but the day he announced, he got money from me, and I've contributed several times. Yeah. So, and, I, and I was a big Bernie supporter before. So I think the winning combination is Bernie as president and Elizabeth Warren as vice president. And Bernie could serve for four years, and then Elizabeth can become president after that. Mm. so we get uh, that's just like a win-win all around. I could easily be talked into kamala Harris in that second spot and I was impressed with Amy Klobuchar when I saw the um, the debates that were on CNN. I would need to know more about her, yeah. but uh she I think really yeah. impressed me as
2: a personality. Yeah. She absolutely has the Midwest nice thing down, but she can also be tough as nails. She's a former prosecutor. She's good. Les, thank yeah. you for that. Thank you very much. Tamara in Carl Junction, Missouri. It's Tamara, right?
6: Yes, and what stole my
0: thunder, I was going to tell you, it's called the Thumperian Principle, or Thumper's Rule. Oh, really? Wow. It's an actual principle. Wow, okay. (laughs) And it it is from Bambi. I
6: really, really like Elizabeth Warren and Buttigieg, because
0: we could use 16 years of progressives. Yeah. In the White House. Yeah. Because we could put Booted Judge in eight years after Warren as president for another eight years.
2: Okay.
11: So
0: that's who I like.
2: All right. Great. Thank you, Tamara. Craig in Richmond, Kentucky. Hey, Craig. Your thoughts? Hey, Tom. It's Greg. My choices are Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, and
4: Kamala Harris. And these choices uh, stand out because they understand the threats to the individual, the mm-hmm. need for Medicare for all as well as the species global warming and the green new deal and i think bernie sanders will easily defeat trump and i'd also like to mention trump always rails against socialism but he is currently borrowing money from china to float our national debt to pay our farmers to not to sell their soybeans to china
2: right and if that's not socialism i don't know what is (laughs) there you go craig thank you thank you very much for that michael in oakland california michael
4: hey tom how you doing good what are your thoughts? Hey, look,
2: look, Trump is stupid. Let's wake up, people. He's a stupid man. Yeah, but who, you who do what? you want to replace him, Michael? Kamala. Kamala Harris mm-hmm.
3: shows strength. That's what we see when we see on TV, when she talks, her ideas. She is
2: smart. She know the system. You can't deny this black woman a chance. Yeah. And even Obama said that. Okay, Trump so is Kamala Harris is, is your number one pick uh, two and three? Um, I would have to go with um, with Elizabeth Warren, mm-hmm. okay. and then Bernie. Okay, yeah. okay. and then Great. Bernie. Yeah, I got it. Thank you, but, Michael. Uh, good, to, good talking with you, Ari in Chicago. Hey, Ari.
6: Hi, I'm a longtime listener. Um, well, thank sorry, I'm you. Nervous. <laughs> I my favorite number one pick is Andrew Yang because he's the only candidate addressing automation, the automation crisis, proposing UBI. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking. Universal now,
2: basic income. Yeah.
6: He's got the most detailed platforms laid out on his website, Yang 2020. He can unite our divided country. He's getting support from everywhere. He's a dark horse, and I think he's going to come out of nowhere, watch the debate. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that uh, there's a lot of great candidates. They're not going anywhere. Everybody's going to be doing something good for the country regardless. Um, my second pick is Elizabeth Warren, and mm-hmm. third is Bernie,
3: Bernie Sanders.
2: Okay, great, Ari. Thank you very much for the call, Ivan in Bartlett, Illinois. Hey, Arvin.
3: What's up, Tom? Bernie and Tulsa Gabbard. Okay. Because they are talking about the real issue that is killing us, and that's this stupid wars we're in all over the place. Yeah. We're not going to be able to
4: have anything until we get out of these wars.
2: Yeah, I get it, Ivan. Thank you for the call, Marty in uh, Len- Lenore, North Carolina. Is that how it's pronounced?
10: Yes, very good. Hey,
2: what's up, Marty? Your thoughts? Well,
10: I think we have an embarrassment of riches to choose from, but I will uh, choose Elizabeth Warren or Kamala. Mm-hmm. But if we have to, uh, we may have to vote for Joe to get Trump out of there. Mm-hmm. But still, I think um, uh, Kamala and Elizabeth. And I am a registered Republican who hasn't voted Republican since George W. Mm-hmm. And I t- intend to vote for Bill Weld. In the primary.
2: Oh, good. To be a little disruptive there. Oh, I'm doing my best. Okay. Marty, thank you very much. I appreciate the call. Nancy in Elkhart, Indiana. Hey, Nancy, your thoughts?
9: Yes. Hello, Tom. Well, I definitely would want Elizabeth and Elizabeth Warren, Mm -hmm. and then I would uh, let her have a good pick for her uh, second person on the ticket Mm -hmm. and I think she and the party I think she'd say who do you think I think they would give Mm -hmm. her some suggestions and I think she would then say hey I know who I'm going with but let's talk about it
2: yeah I'm suspecting everybody has who they think would be their best VP but so basically Elizabeth Warren and whoever she picks that's your position Nancy yes okay great thanks a lot for the call Josh in Boulder Colorado Josh your thoughts
7: Hey Tom. I think Tulsi's got to be the number one candidate right now. She is the peace candidate. I think it's best because she's the only one that actually understands the cost of war from a firsthand experience. It's I think she's only the that. only
2: veteran of the entire crowd.
7: Yeah, I, I think that's rarely talked about. Oh, no, wait a minute. Pete Buttigieg
2: that, is, a, is a veteran also, although he's not taking as strong an anti-war position as she does.
7: I don't think Pete Buttigieg takes many strong positions on, on any true thing of policy. But with respect to Hawaii, coming from there, truly understanding living on an island, what climate change looks like, plastic bottles washing to the shores, being for Medicare for all, legalizing marijuana, Bernie would be my number two. Obviously, very strong on all these issues as well. But if you want someone who's young, who's a woman, who's going to bring some change in
2: there, I think Colby Gavard's got to be up there. Okay. Josh, thank you very much for the call. This is fascinating. You know, we did this, I've been trying not to do it every week, you know, so it's been probably at least a month since we did this. And the last time we did, Bernie was like walking away with it. And now Elizabeth Warren seems to be walking away with it. It's fascinating. You're listening to Tom Hartman. If you're like me, then safeguarding your money through market downturns is a clear priority. And frankly. We've seen enough market volatility to make any investor nervous. For people like us who think outside the box and read between the lines, it's becoming even more clear that the insider secret of accumulating physical gold is becoming a lot less of a secret and more of a trend. According to the World Gold Council, in 2018 alone, central bank gold purchases increased by over 74%. The bottom line is that we are starting to see the cracks forming in our economy. And the faster you take action, the better your opportunity. There's only one company I personally recommend in this industry, and that's the expert strategists at ITM Trading. They specialize in wealth protection and opportunity positioning. Both, as you know, are imperative in our current economic climate. Call my friends at ITM Trading at one own gold Ask for their free gold protection guide and hedge your bets like the top 1% do. Call 1-888-OWN-GOLD. That's one 888 owngolD 1-888-OWN-GOLD. 1-888-OWN-GOLD. Tom Armett here with you. We're taking our uh, straw poll today on who are you most enthusiastic about right now. We've had town halls, you know, CNN has done a bunch. Uh, the, there was one, I think maybe two on Fox, I don't, I'm not sure. Elizabeth Warren, by the way, came out and said it's, it was really quite eloquent, but she basically has said no, she's not going to do a Fox town hall, which I think is fascinating. So, we're taking your calls. You know, what do you what do you think? Ruth in Long Beach, California, listening to KPFK. Hey, Ruth. Ruth. Hi. Who, who do you support? I've never done this before. <laughs> well, thank you for calling. Uh, Joe Biden. Joe Biden. Okay. And you're uh, number be, 2 or 3 or are you, please feel free to say why Joe? Because I believe he's going to he could win. I'm, right. I I love all the other candidates. I would
12: vote for any of them. Hmm. But as you said, we our democracy is at stake. And if we don't win this election, we're in deeper trouble than we are now, mm-hmm. and Biden does appeal across the board. And unfortunately, people are not that progressive throughout the country. Mm-hmm. And Trump will destroy a Bernie Sanders. Um, and I'm not keen on Bernie Sanders anyway. I think he's great. I think I'd like to keep him as a senator. I think he's better there. And mm-hmm. I think that Elizabeth Warren is definitely, could possibly be a vote-getter with people that might not go for a real, uh, what they consider, progressive, mm-hmm. because she's so sm- because she is so smart, and because she actually has the guts to get down there in the weeds. She, what, she was in West Virginia just the other day
2: with a small group of people.
12: Mm-hmm. And,
2: and so, a bunch of them were, think, were wearing MAGA hats and they were applauding everything she said. Yes,
12: exactly. Right. Yeah. They were all it was a very small group and they were just and they were there but they wanted to listen to her. Yeah. That's important. Yeah. And if you don't have people that are gonna listen to you, then you can be as progressive as you want, but you've gotta win over the rest of the country. It's yeah. not just California or, you know, the
2: more liberal states and I get it. So you see your number one and two are yeah. Biden and, and Warren. I would actually almost like to see Biden and Julian Castro, yeah,
12: he's young he's been in he's been in he's what was he yeah the, he was Obama the Secretary of Housing
2: and Urban Development, yeah in right. the Obama administration.
12: and he's really bright. I actually think Mayor Pete would be great,
2: so hmm. okay, so you've I got, got four of them. Ruth, let me get some more <laughs> in here. Thank you very much, Ruth. Okay. great to hear from Thank you. you. Amir in uh, Woodland Hills, California, listening on KPFK. Amir, who do you vote for? Elizabeth Warren Elizabeth Warren okay amir thank you very much uh eugenia in coleman alabama eugenia who who's on your list
6: biden and kamala harris then i would probably take castro and amy klobuchar i love elizabeth warren but she's got to stay in the senate because Mm. if we don't take the senate also we're lost because of mitch mcconnell
2: yeah yeah and uh, she uh warren is from a state with a republican governor yeah good mm-hmm. point eugenia thank you for that greg your favorite candidates on the democratic side
4: i'm pretty much all in with elizabeth warren she's my number one mm-hmm. uh bernie would be number two uh i'm from the state of washington so i got to put jay Inslee in there at number three yep and Number four, I would go with camilla Harris. I think she's very impressive after I saw her on the debate on c n n those are town and, halls by the way no, yeah the town halls yeah. I'm sorry, the town halls, and any one of those combinations I would really be in favor of if you know one becomes vice president,
2: one becomes president i'm I'm there okay, but really. my top Would be elizabeth warren okay got it greg thank you very much for that kathy in hotchkiss colorado kathy your your choices
6: uh for president elizabeth warren and for vice president senator michael bennett he has spoken up about the fact that democratic leadership in the senate has not had a strategic plan to tackle Mitch McConnell, Hmm. and it is true. I've been frustrated with Senate leadership, which has allowed McConnell to just get what he wants Mm -hmm. all the time, and I think he would appeal to some of the moderate voters out there who may be totally afraid of a complete progressive ticket. Ticket, Yeah. yeah. Although I'm sure he would say he is a progressive, too. I think it would be a balanced ticket for the Democrats.
2: Okay. Kathy, thank you very much for that. Steve in DeKalb, Illinois, who, 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 uh, who is on your list? You asked also who would we like to see. Mm-hmm. And before I tell you the,
4: my choices, my dream ticket would be, or dream candidate would be, Nancy Pelosi. Really? Two people that I, yeah, I would vote for her in a heartbeat.
2: Yeah, I think she's um, a brilliant politician, and she certainly knows how to run the House of Representatives. Uh, you, you realize she's 79 years old. I mean, she's older than Joe or yep. or Bernie. I mean, that's not not yeah, to sound I, like an I, I ageist here. as an old fart myself. <laughs> uh,
11: <laughs> okay.
4: My two choices are Elizabeth Warren. That's who I wanted in 2016. Mm-hmm. And Kamala Harris, I didn't really know who she was until Trump. And we started seeing her on Senate hearings, and I think she performed just brilliantly in the Senate hearings that I've seen her in. It wasn't until this program today, I knew nothing about Gabbard, and while I was on hold, I started researching her, and I actually think she's pretty
2: interesting. She is a fascinating mixture of strongly held convictions and no BS and you know, I there are a number of things that I really like about Tulsi Gabbard although she's not in my top three but still I think that she's we we don't have a bad candidate is the bottom line Steve thanks a lot for the call Rebecca in Chico California hey Rebecca
0: I'm all in for Elizabeth
8: Warren she has wonderful plans and she's not afraid to stand on principle even when it's inconvenient or might have negative consequences behind Elizabeth Warren I would go for Kamala Harris And I think Cory Booker might be my third choice.
2: Okay, great. Was it Elizabeth Warren, Kamala Harris, and Cory Booker? Do I have that right?
8: Correct. Okay,
2: great. Thank Thank you, you, Rebecca. Ginger in Corning, California. Hey, Ginger, what's up?
8: It would be um, kind of a tie at this point: Bernie and Elizabeth Warren, and then it would be Kamala third. Kamala, I was hesitant to vote for in the primary, but our governor supported her, so I took a chance on her, and I was kind of happy that. We do have her in the Senate. I think she's turning into a nice little pit bull for us. Great. But I will say, the only comment that I have about people, you know, in their picks, focus on policy, not personality or looks or persona or all that other nonsense. Mm-hmm. The polls are useless because I'm an ex-generation person. Anybody under 60, we don't answer the phone for unknown numbers. Right. People over 60 still do. So, Good. you know, to take the polls with a grain of salt, But I also want to say is I live in a fairly red area up here in Northern California with the doomsday preppers and the wackos, Jefferson State people around. Mm -hmm. When you talk policy with them about Medicare for all and various things, they're down with that. Yeah. Let's not accept crumbs. Why do I have to accept crumbs in, in this slow walking stuff? Why can't I have nice things?
2: Yeah, think no. about
8: that. No, you I get it.
2: And, and, and this, is, this is the extraordinary phenomenon that we saw during the primaries four years ago was large swaths of states that had heavily voted Republican for a long, long time, overwhelmingly voting for Bernie in the primaries in West Virginia, Pennsylvania, Michigan, in ways that just blew up conventional wisdom, shall we say. Ginger, thank you for the call. We'll be right back this is the tom hartman program and i didn't mean that as a plug for bernie i meant that as they're voting for him because of his progressive positions progressive cells in the united states right across the board ray in los angeles uh, your thoughts oh good morning tom
4: hey ray i just want to say i appreciate you putting out your analysis on the situation in the gulf region at this time
2: sure you
4: never hear that from anyone well anyway if we have an election in 2020, I go for Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren.
2: Okay, got her number three.
4: Kamala Harris belongs in the Senate, where she can stick holes in Republicans when needed.
2: Ray, thank you very much. Karen in uh, Wilmette, Illinois. Hey, Karen, who do you, uh, what are your thoughts?
10: Hi, Tom, I've just <clears throat> discovered your show, I love it. Thank, thank you. you. I go for specific plans. So I'm liking Elizabeth Warren right now.
11: Mm-hmm.
10: I also like Andrew Yang. I don't really think he's going to be up at the top, but I actually really like his. Yeah, those the way are he the top two
2: Pacific policy plans. wonks on the list. Yes, <laughs> they really are. Yes,
10: yes. Yeah, and I'm not discounting Bernie. I like him, too, but I think these two have, I really like their policies. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised that I like Tulsi Gabbard and Julian Castro, mm-hmm. um, especially Tulsi's um, international uh, policy. Uh, you know um her her poli- her thoughts on international policy and finally i'd like i like mayor pete as an administrator and someone who could possibly do some healing for the country i like him for that i'm not sure where i would put him mm-hmm. but i kind of I, I see that in him
2: yeah are you thinking a cabinet position or putting him on the on the ticket
10: I think I think a cabinet position would be good. I'd kind of like to see him on the ticket, but I know there's a lot of other considerations. Yeah. To,
2: well, he's uh, got to a long primary. way to go. I mean, he's got, he uh, does, you know, yeah. uh, he's, he's the mayor of South Bend, Indiana. He could become the senator from Indiana. He could become the governor. Uh, he could, you know, I mean, he's got, there are so many, so, he's got so far to go and he's so young. Um, I, I think he's going to have a hell of a career. Karen, I'd- thanks so much for the call. You're listening to Tom Hartman. Hey, Louise and I have been using CBD for a couple of years now for basically pain relief and sleep. But we had been using CBD that also had some pot in it, I suppose, because of, you know, it's legal here in Oregon. Um, But now there's a CBD oil that's legal all over the United States. It's the best quality you can get. And it's derived from hemp, which is you know, related to marijuana, but it's not marijuana. And so it's, it's legal and it doesn't get you high. And, but it does, you know, have these extraordinary properties of uh, pain relieving and anti-inflammatory properties. It's from New Leaf Naturals. N-U-Leaf dot com is the website um CBD oil non-intoxicating so it's ideal if you're looking for the health benefits of cannabinoids without you know getting high this does not get you high it's non-toxic and has potent pain relieving and anti-inflammatory uh, properties and the th- this is the brand that, that Louise and I trust and use new leaf new leaf naturals new leaf naturals the highest quality concentrated CBD oil on the market, 100% organic, highly concentrated, contains no additional additives, grown in the United States, and as I said, the only ingredient is hemp, so it's totally pure and simple, and legal. So go to newleafnaturals.com, nu leaf to save 30% off and get free shipping in the U.S. when you use the code TOM to spell T-H-O-M. Go to newleafnaturals.com premium cannabinoid wellness. There's only one place, newleafnaturals.com. Use the promo code Tom, T-H-O-M, to get 30% off. And if you're the first person to tweet me the newleafnaturals.com website, I'll send you a free bottle of NewLeaf Natural CBD oil. Anne in Wheaton, Illinois, your thoughts on who you would support for president on the Democratic side.
9: Hi, Tom, and thanks a lot for doing this. It really is an eye-opener to hear people's choices. I vote for youth. I think Camilla Harris, Buttigieg, those people are going to know a lot more about technology. They're going to be smarter about how to be more combative to Trump. I think the idea is to beat Trump. And as much as I love Bernie and Elizabeth Warren and Joe Biden, I, I think we need youth. And I think we need people who are technology savvy and mm-hmm. people who can really hold their own in a debate and yes. will be able to combat somebody who's going to stand there and lie most of the time.
3: Yeah, which so is a problem.
9: That's, that's my thought on okay. that. Because The debate might not be as honest as people are hoping for. And I think we need people who are going to be prepared and going to be able to hold their own. And I think Camilla Harris is very sharp and very quick. Yeah, And And I think that she'd be a a good uh, debater.
2: And they all need to dust off their, there you go again, Donnie. (laughs) Line. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And thank you very much for that. Yeah. Thank you. Fred in Los Angeles. Fred, your thoughts?
3: Yeah. Um first of all I would like to say thank you for doing this.
2: Sure. Don't I'm finding it. it fascinating. I'm telling you, a month or so ago uh the it was eighty, ninety percent Bernie and now it's what, seven I, I I'm just off the top of my head, Louise is compiling numbers, but it seems like it's sixty, seventy percent now Elizabeth Warren. So at the top. But anyhow, Fred, who do you who uh, are you in favor of?
3: Well I'll put Elizabeth Warren somewhere else, which I'm gonna say in a second. But I'm um, so for Bernie. Mm-hmm. I've seen his crowds, and mm-hmm. I saw what he did on Fox, and if that doesn't sell you, I don't know what does. He's a little weak on foreign policy, so I would put in Tulsi Gabbard
2: for
3: mm-hmm. two. And most important, Elizabeth Warren for Fed chairman.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, she could she could do a hell of a job there. Fred, thank you very much for that. Bill in Highland, Indiana. Bill, your thoughts? Well, my first choice... Bernie Sanders. Mm -hmm. My second choice is Elizabeth
11: Warren.
2: Mm -hmm. um,
4: I would agree with Fred. It's more about who the appointment is. And you can take, um, you don't need intelligence to the level of Elizabeth Warren to be president. Mm -hmm. She's probably the smartest and wisest out of all of them in the combination. Um, But Bernie, we need social justice right now. Okay, and he's the one that's going to lead that, and that's what we need as a president, as a figurehead.
2: Got it. Got it. Okay. Thank you, Bill. Paul in Pescoag, Rhode Island. I'm sure that's I'm mispronouncing it, aren't right, I, Paul?
5: Hey, Tom. It's uh, Pasco, Rhode Island. But good job. It's first time calling in to you. I've been listening to you for years. Well, thank I saw your you. Your interview on C-SPAN uh, when you had a book coming out on C-SPAN a number of years back. Uh-huh. But, uh huh. But you're a, you're a a voice. Uh, in the woods here that, that we all need to tune into and I really Thank enjoy you. your show.
2: Thank you. So um, so who do you who are who's at the top of your list?
5: I supported Bernie in sixteen. I know we're not going retro here, but I think uh I think the countries need some comfort food or some comfort politicians and I in that sense if people are saying, Oh, some youth, some new I'm in my forties, but uh uh, I think that people want the familiar. they want something they 're sick of the crazy train, that people are starting to vomit. you know what I mean? They want to get off the roller coaster. And I think Biden plays that role, but, and to, um, but you can't beat Warren. I sent her a few bucks a couple of times already, not much, but my two cents. Um, you can't beat her for policy, and you can't beat her for just sheer knowledge and grit and her background. people learn her history, and not just the Pocahontas story from the moron in chief. People love her. She had an interview down in West Virginia, and that was the case just recently. I don't know if you read that article. I think it was Politico. Anyway, mm-hmm. she's in favor of, for one thing, ending, uh, possibly ending the filibuster, restructuring the Supreme Court, including just packing six new justices, assuming we take the Senate, and the filibuster, and that's possible. D.C. statehood, there's two senators, presumably Democratic. We need structural, hard-charging, not light around the edges. We need someone that's got the brains and the cojones as well. Okay, and, so Paul, your uh, your
2: top two choices are Biden and Warren then,
5: right? Biden and Warren, and uh, because she's just, she's there, she hits all
2: the, she checks all the boxes. Thank you very much, Paul. Erna in Columbus, Ohio. Hey, Erna, what's up?
12: Hi, Hi. first time caller. Thank you. I, my first choice is Bernie.
2: Mm-hmm. I
12: think if he has the knowledge, he's already shown us that he is working for the, the middle class the poor people he's working for everyone
11: Mm -hmm. so
12: bernie's my first choice and then second choice is elizabeth warren um and and i her record is not nearly as long as bernie's is and that's basically why i make her the second choice but she has shown also that she is for the people Mm -hmm. and that she is going to do she's got the, the courage to stand up against trump and of course bernie does too so those are my top two. I don't have a number
2: three yet. I haven't I haven't okay. seen a number three. So All right. So you. Okay. You, Tom. thank you, Erna. It's great to hear from you. Grant in Kenmore, Washington. Grant, your thoughts.
3: I support Jay Ensley for his view on land and natural resource issues as it pertains to our environment. I think he's
2: ahead of his times but the issues need to be addressed now Mm -hmm. he's hyper focused on that Do you have a two or three grant Bernie and uh, Jansley again okay all right Jansley two uh, for you and uh, and one Bernie thank you John in Carbondale Illinois hey John
3: hey Tom hey as usual all your comments and all the folks comments have been great and illuminating I think because of what you said about the war we are I think getting ready to be plunged in two fronts probably Venezuela and Iran. Yep. Tulsi's voice needs to be there all the way through somehow. And she's not getting covered by the media as you said. That's, it hasn't been to this stuff I've realized how poorly we've been served.
2: Also that's she's nice. a member of the House of Representatives and I could be wrong but I think the last time a member of the House became president was John Quincy Adams. It's pretty rare so well, you know. Well that that's might the have other thing I
3: think that instead of like these next year and a half people tearing each other up, I'd almost love to see, and right out in front in public, the way Trump does all his nasty stuff in public, I mean, we can see all these cabinet positions over the last couple of years where they've just decimated every part of the country that's covered by a cabinet position. Yeah. If from the beginning we would say, not only just possibly pick a ticket like unprecedented as Bernie said these times are, and Joe said he may be named again but almost set up a cabinet with massive public input as these debates and talks yeah. are going on. No, I've it said for, for a long time I think a
2: shadow Carter. cabinet would be a great idea. But, John, I'm trying to get as many calls as possible in here. So your top three are, recap for me again real quick.
3: Uh, probably Bernie, Elizabeth,
2: and Tulsi. Okay, great. Thank you, John. I appreciate that. Gordon in Streamwood, Illinois. Gordon, your list?
0: Actually, I don't have a list, but I think you're missing something important in your poll here. Okay. And that is, who will inspire the other side? come out and vote okay um, my opinion is that hillary clinton lost not because of her positions or because Bernie people were mad she lost because her name is clinton and that well there's nobody named out. clinton on the
2: ticket this time uh, so well no but if if you have somebody that's going to inspire the republican voters to come out right like she did then
0: you're going to get trump back
2: Right. I I get that, Gordon. But, you know, what you're talking about is the reason not to vote for somebody. And I'm not asking for those. In in fact, explicitly, I'm not asking for those. I really don't want to hear the downsides of any of the candidates. I can recite them as well as anybody else. I want to hear who you think will be the best. Who are who are your choices? Vivian in Sobeski, Wisconsin. Do I have that right, Vivian?
0: Sobeski, that's correct. Thank Um, you. Hi, how are
2: you? Great. You're you're number one, two and three.
0: My number one would be Liz Warren and mm. Castro.
2: Mm-hmm. Julian Castro. My
0: second, my second choice would be Liz Warren and Kamala Harris. Okay. And my third choice would be Liz Warren and Andrew Yang because of their policies.
2: Yep. These are, those are all solid policy people who, who have uh, you know a lot of good stuff to say. Vivian, thank you very much for that. John in Cosa Mesa, California. John, on your list.
4: Hi, Tom. Um, So for the first time, I guess, in my lifetime, voting for two candidates that would actually support the working class would be Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren. Um, I wouldn't pair them together on a ticket uh, because obviously we need to carry some of these swing states a little bit better. So it might be like Julian Castro or somebody with the Bernie Sanders. But I also want to just make a recommendation at some point. I know you don't want to talk about other candidates, but it'd be great just to have a show where we're highlighting the differences between some of these candidates.
2: Yeah, that's going to happen with the debates. And and it's not so much, I think, my job to define the candidates or define the differences between them. But... But when the debates happen, we're going to find out. I mean, you're starting to see this right now, you know, with with some of the critique of, uh, you know, well, again, I I don't want to get into the negative side of it. But you're starting to see candidates defining each other. And, you know, that's that's just a normal thing. John, thank you for the call. Michael in Princeton, Minnesota, your list.
4: Yeah, I've been following Bernie for years. I love him. And um,
5: I think that uh, Elizabeth Warren and I think right behind that would be Tulsi Gabbard. In fact, I spent a whole day last week calling uh, Congress to uh, take back the War Powers Act, and Mm. she's against war. We need a woman in
2: the regime. Yeah, and she's a veteran. It's amazing to me how many people have mentioned Tulsi Gabbard. I didn't expect, I literally did not expect her to get a single vote, or maybe just one or two. Michael, thank you. Alina in Seattle. Hey, Alina.
11: I'm
10: a square Bernie Sanders. Columns—that's mm-hmm. his number one choice. Can I tell you why? Sure. He's a practical candidate. First of all, he—we're in such deep trouble now. We need somebody like him to pull us out, even to break even. From mm-hmm. before Trump became president, that's that's my my, okay. my take. And
2: your your second uh, or third choice? About
10: criminal justice. Uh, he said prisoners should vote. is saying that.
2: Mm-hmm. It's huge. Yeah. And your so second or third choice?
10: Elizabeth Warren and uh, uh, number three, I. Tulsa, Gabbard or Marianne Williamson, I can't pick. They're both great.
2: Okay. All right. Great. Got it. Alina, thank you very much. Uh, Don, and and I think that was the first vote for uh, Marianne Williamson. Don in Harrington, Delaware. Hey, Don. What's up? Hey, Tom. Bernie with Tulsi as his
4: VP, Elizabeth, or Tulsi as president. But Mm -hmm. uh, Tulsi
2: for VP for either... Elizabeth or uh, Bernie? Okay, Don. Thank you very much. Thea in Kitty Hawk, North Carolina. Thea, your thoughts?
8: Hi, hi, Tom. Nice to finally talk to you again. It's been a while. Thank well, you. Well, my first, uh, my first choice before this all started was Jim Himes and Kamala Harris. Um, that was my, I thought that would be a great ticket. Who is Jim ones? Himes? Jim Hines is a congressman from Connecticut, okay. and he is amazing, but he's not running. So my first choice is Biden with Warren as VP or Biden with Harris as VP. Okay. But regardless, vote blue no matter who. That's the biggest thing. There you and go. Yes, get on board. Vote there you go. blue no matter who.
2: Yeah, it's a great slogan, vote blue no matter who. But let's, you know, we got to make a choice first. John in Kenmore, Washington. John, your picks.
7: Tom, hey there. I've been a Jay Inslee fan since forever, because he, he was my congressman before he became governor. Mm-hmm. But he's my second choice, because uh, everybody keeps saying they want Biden because he can win. Well, more important than that, he can govern from the start. He's been there. He knows what to do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you think, you think that conference he went to in Europe last month, where he got a standing ovation saying, you know, OK, this isn't going to last forever. We're going to be back. Right. And, and, and second of all, domestically, he's got so much experience. He has friends on both sides of the aisle and yeah, McConnell is just screwing up everything, but he might be able to, to get something done that the others may not without that, without those deep relationships. Right. And so those are my choices, Biden,
2: uh, Inslee, and number three, I love Tulsi as well and I've contributed to her. So um, Okay. You know, Biden, I, I... Biden, Inslee, Tulsi. Okay. Thank you, John. Mark in Seattle. Hey, Mark, your choices? Yeah, hi. My dream candidate is Marianne
7: Williamson. Uh, She's really an outside-of-the-box candidate. We face a whole convergence of crises, economic, educational, environmental, food. It's all related. It's all psycho-spiritual, and she gets it. She does. She's one who can really tell that story. Mm -hmm. Outside of that, I absolutely adore Bernie. He's the first candidate I ever volunteered for and donated for. got to shake his hand here in Seattle, love bernie's been saying the same thing for decades he's uncorruptible he's never going to change and that's what i adore about him and i'd love to see warren as his
2: vp but really marianne is, is the one for me okay mark thank you very much marianne bernie and Warren. fascinating you're listening to tom hartman jennifer in stillwater minnesota listening on am 950 hey jennifer what's on your list
1: Bernie already won 23 states in the primary, that people forget that. You know, he tied Iowa, he nearly tied Massachusetts, so he's already halfway there. Mm -hmm. I am a fifth-generation Minnesotan, and I can tell you that we here in the middle of the country, we love Bernie. Mm
11: -hmm. Bernie
1: won, you know, West Virginia and and Kentucky and Montana and Wyoming and all these states that, you know, Sarah Palin calls the real America. Um, We love Bernie. Bernie did really well. Um, I agree with what Elizabeth said about Fox News. I hate Fox News, and I love Elizabeth. She's my number two. But I think that it was really smart for Bernie to go on Fox News. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of the people in the Fox News audience like Bernie. They like what he was saying about single-payer health care. Um, Bernie is like an everyman. You know, his whole Brooklyn, the way he is, is so – it's yep.
2: just I got it. Class. Jennifer, and, I and, want to try and get as many calls as I can okay, in here, I, so <laughs> I get your I, point.
1: I just wanted to say one more thing. That mm-hmm. When they pulled um, that CNN poll about two weeks ago where they said that Biden just ran away with it, mm-hmm. well, the actual question, they literally did not ask anyone under 50. It was um, N.A., non-applicable. So that poll was everybody was over 50. Yeah. So that's ridiculous.
2: Yeah, I, I don't disagree. So uh, Bernie's your number one. Do you have a number two or three?
1: Elizabeth Warren, I'd actually like Elizabeth to be his VP and then become president after him. Um, and then I would say Jay Inslee, I did donate $25 to Jay this weekend because you said that he needed to uh, more donors to reach 65,000 individual donors. So I yeah. donated to Jay because we need a climate change person on the stage with Bernie. Um, to help Bernie and AOC get climate change and the Green New Deal. Um, And then I would say Tulsi Gabbard, because she's a veteran who's against the military-industrial complex.
2: Okay. Jennifer, thank you very much. Thank you for the call. Okay, here's—I'm just going to summarize it for you, and my apologies to those of you who are still on hold, but we're running out of show here. Elizabeth Warren got 62 votes. Bernie Sanders got 54 votes. Kamala Harris got 24 votes. Tulsi Gabbard got 16 votes. Joe Biden got seven votes. Mayor Pete got 12 votes. Andrea got six votes. I'm not reading these in order. These are just the the order in which we wrote them down. Marianne Williamson got four votes. Castro, Julian Castro got four votes. Jay Inslee got 10 votes. Cory Booker got four votes. Michael Bennett got one vote. Beta O'Rourke got one vote. John Hickenlooper got one vote. And Dennis Kucinich got two votes. So it seems to me that the uh, that the clear top three are Warren at 62, Bernie at 54, Kamala Harris at 24, and then you know Mayor Pete with 12, Tulsi with 16, and Jay Inslee with 10. Those are those are the kind of the second three, and uh, then Joe Biden with seven and and Andrew Yang with six. That's uh, you know pretty much it. So fascinating stuff. You know, the good news is we've got an extraordinary field. I mean, there's not a single person on that ticket for whom I would not enthusiastically, not just vote, but campaign in 2020. This election is momentous. This is gonna not only define the fate and future of the American Republic, but may well define the fate and future of small r Republican, small d Democratic forms of government all over the world. As we just saw yesterday with Donald Trump embracing an open, hate-filled anti-Semite, Viktor Orban from Hungary, uh, you know who ran on a campaign of, of trashing George Soros because he was Jewish. This is what's coming out of our White House now. Anyhow, don't forget, democracy is not a spectator sport. It takes all of us. So thanks so much for being with us today. And get out there and get active. Tag your it. We'll see you tomorrow.